welcome to Trainers Talking Truths. This is an ISSA podcast dedicated to exploring the fitness industry and uncovering the whys and hows of personal training. To do that, we'll talk directly to the industry experts and certified trainers. We'll dig into fitness programming, business tactics, nutrition, and more. You'll even hear from current training clients who offer insight from the other side. We've got the fitness industry covered, so turn up the volume and enjoy the drive. Hello, world. Welcome to the ISSA podcast, Trainers Talking Truth. I am your co-host, Jenny Scott, product developer and master trainer with ISSA. I've got my awesome co-host with me, Dan the Man Duran. What's up, Dan? Upright and not pushing dirt. It's a beautiful day. <laughs> you sound like my dad. He says that all the time. <laughs> nice. Happy to be here. Right? Good. Another day on the right side, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. There you go. Welcome, welcome. Uh, we've got an awesome guest with us here. Um, super exciting because I have some little nuggets to share with this guy. Um, Dan, why don't you go ahead and introduce our guest today? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, our guest, Rafael Conforti. Uh, Rafael is the Senior Director of Fitness of UFIT Health Clubs, large, large uh, health club chain. He's also an educator, an author. He's an instructor. Uh, the resume goes on and on. Uh, but what he'll be talking about is the importance of a good foundational PT education and how you can specialize to set yourself apart. That's like the, 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 the factoids, right? But I've actually had the honor of meeting Raph over five years ago, I believe it was in person. Uh, he's one of the few man crushes I have. Okay, I'm throwing it out there. I'm throwing it <laughs> out there. Um, and, and just an all around amazing man. But I, I got to meet him at a uh, instructor development course. And the, if, you, if you know Raph and you get to know him in person, he's somewhat quiet. Uh, I like to say, you know, certain people keep their mouth shut till they have something important to say. And uh, that, that is something that actually means something. And that's, that's how Raph struck me. And so when he got out in front of the class and started teaching and, and put on his other hat, it absolutely blew me away. The energy that this man has, the passion that he has, the humor that he has, and the knowledge that he has. So we're, I'm real excited to have him here and to be able to continue to work with Raph in one way or another. Absolutely. Welcome, Raphael. Hello. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Super excited to dig into what you do and what you look for when you're, you're hiring people and all that kind of stuff, why this education is important. But guys, I know you can't see him, but guys, he has great hair. Fabulous hair. Um, I did a little Google search on him before when I first learned about him. And a little birdie told me, Raphael, you're getting married later this year. We are. Well, technically, as it stands, I am the legal husband, emotional fiance. So we have those COVID weddings. And then we're having everybody actually come out in this October. So super excited to finally get everybody together, get actually married and move on with life in the world. That's awesome. So I'm down to wedding crash. So you may or may not see me. Remember this face. Don't let them kick me out. <laughs> Free entry, open bar. Yes, even better. And, and it's in Florida, right? Is it going to be in Florida? Uh, it's going to be in the mountains of San Diego. Oh, well, just as pretty. Definitely. Even better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I used to hang out in those mountains. That's a very pretty area. Sweet. Well, congratulations. Like exercise. Thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. So cool. So tell us a little bit about you, Raphael. How did you get started in fitness and how did you get to where you are now? My journey into fitness was, I think some people are the athlete and is always what they're doing. 
I was the fat kid. Uh, literally, <laughs> I was called the Pillsbury Doughboy. So, you know, you, you can kind of picture that. A little extra fluff, a little more to love uh, as a kid. <laughs> always wearing uh, the husky-sized pants. Oh, yes. Yay yeah. for fat kids. I was on too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I went from one extreme to the other. My parents were hippies, as I call them. You know, all the health food that you're eating today, they were eating 30 years ago, and they're on to something new so whatever they're eating is what's going to be popular in 20 years um, but ended up getting divorced and then I started eating all sorts of just terrible food you know those two dollar pizzas that you throw in the oven uh, cereal with the extra sugar on top even though it was already full of sugar and ended up gaining a little bit of weight and finally started getting into a little bit of sports here and there just playing basketball in the morning skateboarding riding my bike to my friend's house and then the big turning moment for me was Every now and then I'd pick up some weights, do some curls, you know, it's homecoming, it's prom, I get a little bit of a pump on, it's probably gone anyway, by the time the dance starts, but my <laughs> friend convinced me, you should join high school lacrosse. I didn't even know what the sport was, I didn't know any of the rules, I'd never played it, but I said, okay, I'll give it a shot, and that's where I had my first encounter with a really great coach, this guy coached Fusselman. Uh, 11 varsity letters, not sure that he started on any of the teams, if that gives you a, a description of who he was, but man, he just believed in you and he just cared and he brought us into the weight room and all of a sudden I just had this reason. I didn't want to be on that same team as the linebacker getting drilled every single day. I wanted to start, I wanted to be good and I never, I mean, since that time, that was, you know, over 12 years ago, never missed a day, never missed a week in the gym, That's awesome. fell in love with it. I was working at CVS as a cashier. I would grab every fitness magazine I could. I even had Arnold's Modern Encyclopedia of Bodybuilding that I would bring with me on the closing shift. And I had a notebook that I was taking notes on everything. And I just, I was all in. I was eating cottage cheese in biology class, whatever oh, yeah. it took to get there. <laughs> so I decided, okay, I've got in shape. I became the starter finally on the senior year, got to play a lot. And then I was going off to college and I decided, I want to be a trainer. And by the way, I also need a job. So what better combination to become a trainer, go to college, work at the gym. And that's where I was actually able to come under mentorship of somebody awesome, Darcy Burday. And she taught me a live workshop in eight, 10 weeks, how to be a trainer, got certified. And that's where I got my start being a trainer, running fitness assessments. And it's, it's taken me a 10 year journey since. That's awesome. Way to work. It's work every day, but you're doing it. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, I have that book, uh, first edition <laughs> and uh, a later edition in the cabinet behind me. Still use it just to show things to my son. Uh, definitely, I think a lot of folks, especially 10, 15 years ago, we got our start with the Arnold Schwarzenegger Encyclopedia of Modern Bodybuilding. Oh, yeah. It's got to start somewhere. But no, one <laughs> thing I really like that you said, Rafael, is that you found a coach who believed in you and who like changed oh. your life. Coaches are huge. And I'm a sports coach for volleyball, so I get it. And I've had coaches that made me quit the sport for a while. And I've always vowed to never be that coach. But that's so epic that you got to work with a coach that really inspired you. And like, I bet if you, I don't know if you've talked to him in the last 10 years, but I bet if you did, he'd probably be like, reduced to tears knowing how much he affected you because he probably has no idea yeah I did actually message him when I realized fitness is what I was going to be doing as a career and I don't think he nearly had you know he was literally just one day he pulled me aside in the weight room and just said look if you just keep up the discipline that you've got working out before practice there's no reason you're not a starter and that just lit a fire under me literally that one sentence 
is the reason I'm even in fitness. So you never know what impact you're able to have on somebody with just a few words of encouragement or belief. And I mean, that's half of what personal training is anyway, giving people belief and confidence. Here, here. Absolutely. That's so cool. Great stuff. So you, you started with this Arnold book and you have now what, at least 11 certifications or specializations. Is that right? Something along those lines. Uh, I don't know the number, but I got, I got, I got plenty. Right. Enough to like, you should look at my uh, signature on my email. People are like, why do you have so many things on your signature? Because I earned them all. I'm going to show them off, but that's awesome. So like that's outside of your personal training certification. Which one did you start with? Was it, was it the personal training certification? Yeah. The first thing I ever got was a personal training certification, just your standard CPT through PTA global. And then my first specialization, it was one of those moments where I was at the gym and they were bringing them to us and I didn't know what to take. You know, I knew I wanted to be a trainer and I just trusted the people around me that, Hey, whatever we're going to bring to you and ask you to come on a Saturday to do, is going to be worthwhile. So it was actually my first specialization was just foam rolling. And 10 years ago, foam rolling was not that cool. (laughs) (laughs) Truth. (laughs) Yeah. Question for you, Raph. Now at UFIT, as I recall, you have, and I think the, the, the industry word for it is kind of a leveling up program, but uh, an ability for a coach, a trainer to actually earn more money through additional uh, specializations or certifications. Can you talk a little bit about how uh, having those additional, you know, uh, specialization certifications can not only help somebody in the job seeking part of their career, but in the earning potential of their career. Absolutely. I think in, in any job, in any career, one of the most important things that people need is they need to feel like they're making progress. They need to feel like they're moving forward, whether it's you know a client, a job, a personal trainer. So that's what we wanted to do with our tiers or our level system is give people an opportunity to see the pathway to success, to see the pathway to a career and to feel like they're making progress, see that progress both as I'm becoming a better trainer, a more skilled trainer that's able to deliver better results, but in the process, I'm also making more money. So as our trainers come in, you know, we have people who are coming in just new to the industry, people with experience, and we'll take into account, you know, what certifications, what specializations do you have? And then the more you train, the more results that you get for your clients as well as well as specializations and additional education that we provide in-house and that we partner with people like ISSA and other certifications, they have that opportunity to move up through the level system and truly build a career out of personal training and not just a part-time job, having fun, working people out, a genuine personal training career. Absolutely. So with each of those tiers, they like make more money then is it a percentage or like a dollar amount per session. Um, it's a little bit of both. Um, we're looking at moving more towards a percentage base right now. Um, but we have a dollar amount at the moment. That's that should be motivating for most people. (laughs) What what I really love about that is here we are, you know, we're talking about higher ability, uh, you know, career advancement, uh, income. And the other great piece of this that we, we sometimes forget to talk about is the benefit that the UFIT members have and the, the, the clients have because they're working with professionals who aren't, you know, and, and I don't mean this in a derogatory way, but they're, they're not just servicing at an entry level education. These folks are continuous, continuously, you know, adding to their lineup. They're adding to their, to their, not just their resume, but they're offering their skill set and how they can help people, whether it's youth, 
senior, corrective exercise, sports performance, whatever it may be, your members at UFIT have the opportunity to work with uh, very well-trained and very well-qualified coaches. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, what I always tell everybody and especially our coaches is if, if you're not becoming a better coach by default, you're becoming a worse coach. There is no stagnant level. Everybody around you is either getting better and you're getting better with them. Or if you're staying at the same level, that person next to you is, is passing you. So it's, what do you put in? How passionate are you about learning? It's only going to make you a better trainer, which is going to lead to your referrals, which is going to lead to better results. And ultimately, I think people get in the industry either for two things. You either want to make income or impact, hopefully a little bit of both. And so by getting Absolutely. better, not only do you make more money, but you have more impact because you're delivering more results who are then going to tell other people. And just like I had that coach come to me and say those two words, who knows, maybe one of your clients says something that you told them to one of their family members or one of their friends, and maybe they don't even ever talk to you, but that moment has an impact on them too. Oh, that's huge. I got goosebumps when you said that you're either making income or impact or a combination of both. Yeah. And some people get into it for 80% income and you know, that 20% impact, whereas other people are 90% impact and 10% income. That's where I'm at. I don't do things for the money. I do it because I enjoy it. And when I stop enjoying it, I stop doing it. Um, cause you know, there's other ways to make money if I, that, that's my end goal. Um, but I actually used to work for UFIT in, um, North Phoenix here. And it was back when you, we had, you guys had, we had, um, an outside company, custom built personal training was mm -hmm. in, and I worked for technically custom built within the UFIT um, building. Do you guys still do that? Or is it all in-house now? Yeah, that's a throwback. Yeah. Uh, I joined UFIT uh, just exactly about five years ago. And right as I started was when we brought everything in-house. Um, so we did used to have it contracted out. And I know there's a lot of other companies that have done that. What I've seen from it is the team aspect within the gym, within a culture is so important that bringing it in-house was the best thing we've ever done for our personal training department to genuinely be a part of the team for all our processes to be synced in for you to not just, you know, the worst thing that you can have as a trainer comes in, trains their sessions and leaves. You're not going to see any growth. You're not going to feel any impact. You're not going to learn anything. So by bringing it in house now, all of a sudden it is a team. It is part of everything that we do. It's part of all of our language. Absolutely. It definitely seems more cohesive that way. Now you mentioned speaking of in-house, um, what do the in-house trainings look like? Because of course we know there's certification specializations like what we offer at ISSA and other companies, but what do your in-house certifications look like? Mm -hmm. With all of our coaches, regardless of what experience they have, we have an onboarding program for their first 30 to 45 days where we teach them the foundations of how to be a successful trainer within UFIT, which translates to a lot of other things. So understanding the business is one of those big things. I talked about income or impact. It's great to make impact, but if you don't make an income, you're not going to be able to be in that job to make that impact. So you got, you have to embrace the business. You have to understand it. So that's one of the yeah. first things we teach them is the business of personal training. And it's something I picked up from Dan, three basics to it, gain, train, and retain. You have to do all of those things really well. So we teach that. And retention to us is really important. We want to see our clients stay for longer. Not only is it good for the business, it's better for the clients. It's better for the trainer. And then gaining, obviously, you're going to have to go out there, talk to people. Just because you look amazing or just because you're the best trainer in the world doesn't mean that people are just going to sign up to train with you. So how do you build those relationships within it? 
And then obviously just basics of personal training, best practices, everything so simple as if the client's laying on the floor doing an exercise, how do you position your body so that it's comfortable, so it's appropriate, so you can give the right cues, all the way up to psychology and nutrition basics. How do we get the fundamentals? And then from there, we have a master coach program where I actually personally interview all the coaches and take them through not just are you a good trainer, but how do you develop other trainers? So it's much more of how do you teach other people? How do you coach other people? And beyond that, um, we'll run quarterly programs where we'll pick different topics. Like we've partnered before with ISSA to do senior population. I've run nutrition. I've run, you know, let's say your client isn't getting the best results. How do we have a moment? How do we have a conversation? Turn that person into somebody who was discouraged into somebody who's probably now training with you an extra hour a week. So we've taken all those different topics that we see personal trainers struggle with, or if we're looking at the business and the analytics, what is going to have the most impact? And sometimes, honestly, just what's fun and what's going to re-inspire you, reinvigorate you. Maybe we grab a piece of equipment that has been dusted in the corner and we say, hey, here's 10 awesome exercises. The next thing you know, you walk around and every client's doing them. That's cool. That's super cool. So for people who aren't familiar with UFIT, um, like maybe I am or Dan is, um, tell us why UFIT's different. What's special about UFIT? Mm -hmm. So I think to understand business and UFIT, the first thing is it's a high volume, low cost. So we have memberships that are really, really affordable, anywhere from starting at $10 a month up to $25 a month. So what makes UFIT special is that anybody can afford that gym membership. Anybody can come in and have that impact. And because of that, we're able to have a lot of members and we're able to hire more staff, more training, have more exposure to it. So it creates a good platform for anybody who wants to get into training to have a really strong member base of people who want to work out, of people who are engaged and have plenty of people there. That's one of the most important things is you got to be able to be in front of people to get new clients. And what makes you fit different besides that is honestly the people behind it. I've been there for five years. I wouldn't be at the same place for five years if I didn't love it. If I didn't feel like personally I was making the progress, if I wasn't having, you know, the income and the impact that I wanted to have on it. So being there for five years, we genuinely have people who care about you as a team member, as an employee, as a trainer and want to see you succeed and are willing to take the time to invest in you. I know a lot of job interviews are, Hey, go get five phone numbers of people on the, on the floor right now. Yeah. Uh, some new trainers were listening to that probably terrified. We don't do that. We take the time to teach you how to do those things to develop you and for you to not just do things, but understand the why behind it. So at the end of the day for you, it's the people and it's the willingness to invest into our people that makes us different. And Absolutely. being in education, I'm all about that every single day pushing. We have to invest into our people, whatever we put into them, we'll get back fivefold. So it's always worth the investment. Absolutely. And my favorite part about the UFIT clubs is they're simple, right? They don't have pools. Mm. They don't have tracks. They don't have all this extra stuff that I've worked at other facilities like Lifetime and stuff like that. Great facilities, beautiful, but they're huge. And I personally, as somebody who worked there, used an eighth of what they had. So if I was a member, I'd probably use an eighth of what they have, but everything fitness doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be like super crazy machines that people don't understand how to use. And you see people doing like neck extensions and flexion with the, the hamstring curl and stuff. Oh my gosh, you'd be surprised. But I love that the clubs are so simple. And I mean, the color scheme is, it'll wake you up. That's for darn mm -hmm. sure. That green and purple. Mm -hmm. It is bright. <laughs> You're I mean, from not falling asleep in there. <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. It's true. Honestly, 
anybody who's in fitness long enough realizes the basic exercises are the best. Like we can make up all this fancy stuff, but show me a better exercise than a squat, a deadlift, a row, a push. You know, we can give variety to keep it interesting, but at the end of the day, that's just how the body moves. You're not going to change how the body is structurally built. So those things always work. It's more a matter of understanding, well, why is that important? Or maybe there's a different variation that's good, but I don't need to do something crazy and do, you know, backflips in the gym to get results. I can just do the basics and it's going to work. Absolutely. It's time for another ISSA rapid review. Here's what Diane from Pennsylvania had to say about the ISSA CPT certification. It was a little overwhelming at first, but now I have passed my test and it's obvious that they've given us what we needed to succeed as a personal trainer. You know it, Diane. Thanks for being a CPT with us. And, and you know, one of the, the other things that, that I know, Raph, you know very well is uh, often those very uh, out there exercises or getting too creative or too crazy, but, you know, too, too funky, uh, like Rod and I used to say, scares them away. That's, that's not what they want to do. Um, it's like, oh yeah. my gosh, if, if this is a demo session and, and this is, you know, how they're trying to impress me uh, and this is what I'm going to be doing three days a week. No, thank you. I think I'm just going to go sit mm-hmm. on the machine. Yeah. It's kind of like high school for people who are new to the gym. Like, I just want to go in. I want to fit in. I'm not trying to stand out and be that weird person. Like just make me feel normal in the gym so that I'm comfortable here. And when I'm not with you and I don't have my, you know, my chaperone, my guardian, whatever you want to call it, I can come in here and be confident that, you know, I look like I know what I'm doing. That's what people want to feel. That's in the gym. so true. That's a, a good analogy right there. I like that. Cause yeah, everybody goes into high school and there's different personalities, right? You got the kid that wants everybody to like them. The kid that everybody knows there's the kid that stays in the corner. I was the kid with five friends who like always sat in the same spot at lunch. They called us the United nations. Cause we're so diverse. And like, we didn't talk to anybody outside of our group. And I have a twin brother who was the complete opposite, like Mr. Star of the football and basketball team. And yeah, like you have to understand that everybody's personality is different. it sounds like you're training, like teaches people that, that everybody's different. How do you cater to this person's needs, their goals? That's awesome. A question for you, Raph, just kind of circling back around to specializations here. Um, you know, in hindsight, 11 or more specializations, additional education uh, that, that, you know, that you've taken on to sharpen your saw, as I like to call it, right? What would you say was A, your favorite, and B, the most impactful to your business? So I've taken a bunch. I've taken a lot of out there things that maybe 5% of the people I ever work with are, are going to be open enough to try. Doesn't mean they're not amazing, but at the end of the day, what I think about with the specialization that's most impactful is does it help the greatest number of people possible? And there's some things, and to me, there's two things that are always going to fall into that category. Everybody wants to move better and everybody wants to be healthier. And I think health especially in the last year has become the most important thing for a lot of people. And it always is. So for me, nutrition was absolutely the best thing that I could have done. And it's not to say that I'm learning about macros or how many calories are in a gram of this. Nutrition certifications are a lot more than that. I actually coincidentally did the ISSA one where John Berardi was in there and he has amazing content and amazing structures. The biggest thing for me was not what is good nutrition? It's how do I coach somebody? How do I take them through the steps? I think a lot of trainers have been eating a certain way or just so diehard that they don't understand how hard it is to all of a sudden change how you're eating. 
So yeah. for me, taking that nutrition certification gave me a structure and a process of, okay, where do I start with nutrition? There's so many angles that I can take. There's so many opinions, but what is something that no matter what, you know, your religious belief is, your, the types of diets that you want to have, where can I start with everybody and what are the processes? What are the steps and what's realistic? So taking that and just learning how to coach nutrition, not necessarily the details of, because honestly, your clients don't care. They just want to look better, feel better. Um, that was the most impactful thing of, you know, starting with awareness. Let's just understand what we're even eating before we try and change it. And then maybe it's starting with water. Maybe it's starting with adding in protein, but understanding those different steps and not just trying to give them a 180 because diets don't work. Otherwise, we wouldn't be coming up with new ones all the time. Right. Oh, that's a really good way to put it. Now, before, I, I believe Jenny's going to have a rapid fire question. For I you do. To, to close this out. Before we do, I do want to give you some props and let our listeners know where they might be able to uh, find some of your writing and some of your expertise. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, is it Muscle and Fitness? Uh, several magazines, I believe, that you have, have and do author articles for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Iron Man magazine, actually one that's been around for years and years, just came out. The An ode, actually, it's, it's funny you bring it up. Uh, it's the golden age of bodybuilding. So nice. if you open that up, and there is uh, a huge workout in there, all the classics, all the no-nonsense no exercises, the bodybuilding ones, and I've written for a lot of other ones, uh, done some articles for Men's Journal, Prevention Magazine, a lot of other fitness certifications, but all my work is, is linked in at raphaelconforti.com. That's awesome. Talk about full circle so, right there. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. That's legit. All right. So for our rapid fire question, um, we like to share a little bit about what ISSA is about. We have a lot of values here, um, but one of them is we're results oriented. We embrace the sometimes wild ride and we like to have fun. So Raphael, how do you enjoy your drive? How do you have fun? I have fun by, by moving <laughs> at, at the end of the day. I don't care if I'm going surfing. I don't care if I'm going hiking, yoga, working out. I'm a better person when I move. You can ask my wife, uh, and I'm sure that'll be linked into the vows in October, but everybody is better when they move. And the days that you don't feel like it are the days that you need it the most and you just got to get up and you just got to do it. So I enjoy it by moving, using my body for something other than sitting at a computer or talking to people, but getting outside and living life. That's awesome. Wow. So Raph, if it just kind of closes us out, can you, can you tell people again uh, the best way to connect with you? Uh, I believe you said raphaelconforti.com was your website. Any other and that's ways, Conforti with whether a K. they're looking with a K, that's right. Uh, whether they're looking for uh, guidance, they're looking for uh, guidance on specializations, or they're looking for a job, or they'd like to read some of your material, what's the best way to find mm -hmm. you? Uh, for me personally, um, my website, R-A-P-H-A-E-L-K-O-N-F-O-R-T-I.com, RaphaelKonforti.com. I'm on there. Also on LinkedIn, shoot me a message. And then if anybody's interested in getting started with a career at UFIT in fitness and personal training, they can check out Y-O-U-F-I-T.com. And then we have a careers tab on there and they can see where the openings are. But I'm more than happy. Anybody who's listening, a lot of people have helped me, have mentored me, given me advice. And I'm more than happy to pay that back for anybody who's struggling, just wants to chat. I'm all about fitness. I'm all about helping other people. Excellent. Thank you. Perfect. 
Well, thank you so much, Raphael. Your insight has been huge and I wish you success in your role. Continue to change lives. It sounds like you change not only the trainer's lives who are changing more people's lives, it's like your, your fingers are on a lot of stuff, right? And I love that. Um, that's super cool. You impact a lot of people. So your impact is very big and I hope you realize that. Thank you so much. I had a great time chatting with everybody and super excited for the future of fitness and keeping this thing going. Absolutely. Dan, any parting words? Nothing that is going to be as brilliant as what I've heard during this podcast. You know, they say, if you're the smartest guy in the room, you're in the wrong room. And that's what I like about joining these podcasts. Uh, I just, I I agree hundred percent, just move. Uh, You don't realize just how much it can change your life and change the lives of others by helping them move. So carry on. We are the soldiers on the front lines of the, the health, I'm going to call it flat out crisis that, that our world, not the U.S., is experiencing. So, so continue to press on and be a great soldier. Thank you. Absolutely. And with that, I leave you all with my parting words of wisdom. Make good choices. Thanks so much for joining us. And we will be chatting at you guys next time. Thanks for joining ISSA's podcast, Trainers Talking Truths. We'll talk to you soon.